Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
He is worthy of it all. Hallelujah. I promised God I will give a testimony. And I was looking at the time and thinking that I will give it during Christmas. But the enemy did not allow it. But what I want to say is that the scripture says that we should believe in the Lord our God and we shall be established. We should believe also in his prophets and we shall prosper. Hallelujah. So anytime that I had a chance of a man of God laying his hands upon me, I listened to the words carefully. Whatever he says on me, I know it's from the Lord. Hallelujah. And so last year, around um, my birthday, I was thinking of uh, something that I needed, and I have sent it, and uh, they were not writing me. They were not calling me for an interview. So I was thinking of it. And that day when I came to church, and it was my birthday, the Lord led the man of God, reverend, to pray upon me, and he said certain things. He said, though it will be difficult, just as my name is Victoria, I'll be victorious at the end. And he said it again and again. And I took it and put it in my pocket. And as I went, I was praying on it. And then they called me. And then I was thinking of certain things that I didn't have. And I thought because I had produced things already, three times already, I will not be asked again. So I believed God and went. But if God says something, it will come on by all means. So I went to the interview. The moment I met the man, I saw that it wouldn't be easy for me. And I started praying. God said, pray, because the man wouldn't speak for me to hear. And then we entered the room, and he wouldn't look at my face. And then he started putting the questions forward. But I, by the grace of God, I answered them all. And then he didn't know what to do again. And he started moving up and down, going out of the room, discussing me. And then at a time, he took all my files and went to the next room to say something about me. And the Lord said, pray in tongues. And I started praying. And then he came back and printed something for me, asking me of the three things that I will not have. So I went. Actually, he put me down like a floor mat. And I remembered when I was a child when I was abused, I wasn't abused sexually, but verbally, insult during my childhood. And that is why I came to the Lord, because 
He does not discriminate. God does not discriminate. And I saw myself, my, my, my young age, and I saw God standing by me and giving me the strength to stand still in him. And when he finished, he gave me a note that I should produce certain things. But when I saw God standing by me, I knew he was going to do it for me. I'm talking about three financial institutions who had refused to give me such papers. And then when I went, when I was going, when I came off the train, God told me, go to these people again. And then I went to the first one, and they did it for me. Hallelujah. And then on Monday when I went to work, around 2 p.m., God told me again, call those people again. And I called them. And the man said, I am a Spanish. I'll do it for you. And then on Tuesday, around the same time, God said, call the other institution, the last one. And I called them, and I heard the same voice again. I am a Spanish. I'll do it for you. And by the time they gave me, I have got everything. And I sent it there. Hallelujah. Things they have refused. Things they have refused to do it. I called them all. Them three times and they refused it. But that day, when God stood by me, he made it come to pass. And then I was waiting for it. And then on sat Sunday, the Sunday that I had the letter, I came to church and God said, go home after the first service and get prepared. And then I went. And as I was going, he spoke to me, go to Macy's and get a nice brows. <laughs> get a nice brows. I didn't know. I didn't know anything like that had come in the mills. So I went and got a very nice blouse. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then as I went home and I was standing by the elevator, God came again and said, go to the mailbox. And then I said, God, I went there very, very late on Saturday. There, there was nothing in it. And he said, go to the mailbox on Sunday. So I went and opened the mailbox. And then there were three letters. And I looked at one, and it was my name. It was bearing my name. And then I saw that it was coming from immigration. I said I will not open it. <laughs> I'll go home and eat. When I finish eating, then I'll open it. <laughs> I went. And then when I was eating, 
There was joy coming out. And I said, I can't eat anymore. I'll go for this better. <laughs> and then when I open it, I open to where they've written congratulations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not knowing that that very Friday, it will be the ceremony, the swearing-in ceremony. I thank God that he brought me here himself. No one invited me, but he took me from my room and paid my fare and brought me here. And today he has made me a citizen of America. Thank God. Thank God. Brother. Brother Kweku Ejari, who always encourages me to go ahead and do it. Thank God. Our God is worthy. He's worthy of all. Hallelujah. The message has been preached. The testimony was a message for us. The drama was a message for us. You have already received a lot of revelation this morning. Hallelujah. I'm just topping it up with a short exhortation. So what I'm giving is just a short exhortation. Amen. Because the drama was a lesson that there is greatness in you and don't let other people ruin it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, just a short exhortation. And I'm talking about benefiting. Benefiting from the word. Hallelujah. Or benefiting from the word of God. You see, anything that you are, you see, anything that you are involved in, make sure you are benefiting. See, stop doing things for doing sake. Are you hearing me? Anything that you are doing, make sure that at least you are benefiting from it. There's no point doing things for doing sake. Hallelujah. Whatever you are involved in, at least make sure there are some benefits. Hallelujah. Yeah. Benefiting. Don't do things for just for doing sake. What is the what 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 am I benefiting from? What 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 benefit is in this for me? You must always look at it. Hallelujah. Make sure that in the marriage you are benefiting. Of course. Hallelujah. You must, benefit, you must benefit from it. Yeah. You, you, you must be able to say that at least I'm getting something out of this. Hallelujah. Yeah. You must benefit from it. Even the, if, listen, even the food that even when you are eating, you must ask yourself, what is the benefit? You see, even the food, what is the actual thing? What am I getting from this food? What, for what, what am I eating this food for? And if you cannot find a good reason for it, don't eat it. Yeah, I'm preaching. Ask yourself that, what are the benefits from this food? Because you don't think about it. it would this food make me healthy? 
Will you control my sugar? Will you control my pressure? Think about it. Not because somebody says, oh, he gave it to me, so I'm eating it. No, think about it. If I know somebody gave you food, that no means you eat it. Think about it. Hallelujah. In business, when you are doing a business, analyze it. Think about it. Am I benefiting from it? You see, because you see, some people do business for the sake that it looks impressive to others, but you're not getting anything out of it. Every day you wake up, morning, up and down, up and down, in your suit, you are paying tolls, but at the end of the day, you're not getting anything from it. But it looks impressive to others. I hear me. Learn to analyze things. And what is the benefit? Am I getting anything out of it? It may look impressive to others outside, but you, is it benefiting you? Hallelujah. Yeah. It's good to, you see, <laughs> the, the drama had a lot of mercy. See, it's good to honor your mother and your father. I, and I believe it in the Bible teaches it. Somebody so that your mother be happy. Or your father will be happy. It is good to honor them. The most important reason why you should marry the person is that you like the person. And it's a blessing if the parents also like it. Are you hearing me? And it's always good for your parents to like the person. It's a blessing. So do whatever you want to do. So if, when they say they don't, like, they don't like the person, once again, don't blow it off. Think about it carefully. Sometimes they don't like the person not because they, not because they have a problem with the person, but it's for your own benefit. So think carefully. Are you hearing me? It's a short message. Hallelujah. If you are in this church, you must think of it. Am I benefiting from this church? I'm, I'm not. Analyze it carefully. This church that I come to every Sunday, am I benefiting from it? And if you don't feel you are benefiting, you can go. You can stop. If you see you are not benefiting, you can, you can, I'm not benefiting from it. You can stop. I'm not getting any benefit from this church. So think about it carefully. And I will say one thing. That if you are not benefiting from this church, it's not my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> That's what I can tell you. Hallelujah. If you are not benefiting from this church, then it's not my fault. It's your fault, man. Hallelujah. It, it cannot be my fault. Ah! Don't I preach well? I said, don't I preach well? Don't I preach well? Don't I teach well? Don't I pray for you? So if you are not benefiting, that's not my fault. It's your fault. Yanara, isn't true? If Yanara agrees with me. Yes. Yanara is saying that, look, if the blessing has gone from this church. If you don't benefit, it's your fault. It's not, it cannot be me. It can, Natasha, it cannot be me. Because I know I'm a good preacher. And I pray for you. You see, don't forget, the Bible says, a sower went to sow. A sower went to sow. And he carried the seed. Some fell on, by the wayside. Some fell on rocks. And some fell on good soil. The same seed. The same seed. And Jesus Christ said that the word of God is the seed. Hallelujah. So, 
the, 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 the fact that some, some of them did not produce was not because the seed was bad. It was the soil. It has nothing to do with the seed. It's the soil. So if you are not benefiting from this church, it has nothing to do with my preaching. You are, you are a bad soil. <laughs> Am I preaching? So maybe you, have to, you, you need some fertilizer. Hallelujah. Benefiting from the word. Amen. You see, um, when you read the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 and... Let's read Hebrews 4, 1, 1 to 2. He said that, let us therefore fear. You see, let us therefore fear, lest a promise... Let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Say, be careful. There's a promise that we will enter into the rest of God. Okay? There's a promise. But let's be careful that you, don't, you are not short of it. You don't enter. Let's say, let us therefore fear. Let's be left as of a, a promise of entering. A, a promise of entering into God's rest. Or God's rest is God's benefit. God's blessing. You are left out of it. Be careful that you are not left out of entry into God's blessing. Hallelujah. Verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. Same gospel, thank you. Unto us it was preached, same as unto them. And it was not a different gospel. But the, the, but the word preached did not profit them. And he gives the reason. The reason be not being mixed with faith in them that hear it. So the reason why the word of God is not benefiting you is because not that the word was bad, but you did not receive it with faith. This is why. This is why the word did not benefit you. It's not that there was a problem with the word. But when you heard the word, you did not receive it with faith. It did not profit them. Being mixed up because they, they did not receive it with faith. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, a reason why you will not benefit. See, today I'm talking about benefiting from the word of God. A reason why you don't benefit from the word of God because you don't receive it with faith. Because your actions, you see, when they say action speaks louder than words, it's true. You see, your act, when you hear the word of God, the way you behave tells whether you believe it or not. Whether you receive it with faith or not. And the word of God will not prosper you, will not bless you if you don't receive it with faith. So if you want to benefit from the word of God, if you want to benefit from the church, then make sure that when something is read to you by a prophet or a man of God in the Bible, receive it with faith. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Bishop came around. And he came to prophesy, neutralizing the case. And he said, vision 10,000. That was a prophecy. Vision 10,000. 
as to whether the vision 10,000 will benefit us or not depends on whether we receive it with what? And a sign that you receive with faith is not by saying, I believe. It's by what your action. So if we really believe that the man of God has come to stir the waters and prophesy into the land that our churches are about to multiply and we believe it strongly, then we'll put into practice what we had by going out and winning souls because we believe what he said. Are you hearing me? So hearing it and not doing anything about it is a sign that you don't believe. So if we believe in Vision 10,000, Saturday outreach will be a norm because we believe the prophecy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. The word benefits you when you receive it with faith. And your faith is seen in your actions, not your words. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why, seriously, faith. Some people talk, but it's all air. That is why the story is told about this. A lady who was with her husband. Okay? She was with her husband. They were having a, a nice time in their, in, their, in their room. The guy, honey, I love you. Sweetheart, I love you. All the, all the things that we say. Then suddenly they heard the door open. What will happen? I'm robbers. Then they have bought a new deep freezer. Quickly, the man jumps into the deep freezer and covers himself and leaves the wife. And the armed robbers ransack the house. I mean, do all sorts of nasty things to the wife, almost about to kill him. I mean, be raped, nasty things. Then they, they left. As soon as they left, then the guy comes out to the freezer. Honey, you know, I really love you. <laughs> Do you think the wife believed the guy loved him? Do you think the wife believed the guy loved her? You ran away. From, you, in, in my time of desperation, you left me alone. Then you come back and say, honey, I love you. So, 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 so your access tells, see, your access tells whether you believe or not. Hallelujah. And the word of God will benefit you if you believe. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. In John chapter 2. Preach it. Look, 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 the word has so much benefits for us if only you believe. Truly, 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 I'm being honest with you. Truly, 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 if you believe the preaching from the pulpit and the verses, none of us here will need one-on-one -on -one marriage counseling. How many times do I talk about marriage in my message? Even this morning. So the fact that you still need to be talked to, it means you didn't believe what I was saying. Hallelujah. In John chapter 2, the Bible says that, I'm talking about if you believe, you will do it. And, 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 and the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the, mother of, and, and the mother of Jesus was there. Quickly, let's read. And, and both Jesus was called and disciples to the marriage. Quickly. And when they wanted wine, the, and when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, 
whatsoever he said unto you, what? Whatsoever he said unto what, what? Just do it. Just do it. Whatsoever he said unto you, what? Do it. And the story continues. This is the, the first miracle. Jesus' mother said, look, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. So Jesus told them to bring the pots, fill it with water, and then draw, and it became wine. If they didn't do what he told them, they will not see the miracle. So the mother said, whatever he tells you to do, what? Whatever he tells you to do, what? What should I say unto you, what? I'm not here. What should I say unto you, what? If you hear the preaching, what? If, if, you, if you hear the preaching, what? It's, well, that's where the benefit is. That's why I always say that the first person who des- uh, uh, that's why I always say that like I joke, like Mary deserves royalty from Nike. You know Nike has the sign just do it. They should pay Mar- Mar- Mary royalties. Mary was the first person who said it. <laughs> just do it. The first person who said just do it is, is Mary before Nike got it. Just do it. You cannot benefit from the word of God when you don't do what he said. So as we are coming to church, we are preaching to you. I mean, why come to church? We are preaching to you. Honor, submit, on, on honor your father and your mother and you don't do it. And, you, and then you, you, you wonder why you are under a curse. You are coming, you say submit unto your own husband and you don't do it and you wonder why he's beating you. You come to church, we are telling you, I mean, I mean, honor your wife and live with them with knowledge. Otherwise, God will not hear your prayers. And then you don't, you are, you are abusing your wife and you wonder why things are not going well with you at work. You don't have a problem at work. Your finances are down because you are not treating your wife right. It's in the Bible. Listen to me, I'm preaching to you the word of God. Tell anybody, just do it. Tell about just do it. Yes. Why, why it's so difficult? We, we are coming to church. We are talking to you that we are talking to you that the Bible says you should not defraud one another. Defraud one another. So as a wife, you are required to give your husband sex. How often? As, as often as he wants it, not, not what you want. I'm staying there. And still, you are denying him of sex. And, and, and you are wondering why he's so annoyed. He's annoyed because you are not obeying the scripture. You are defrauding him. I'm preaching. You are defrauding him. And to defraud means to steal. And everybody, anybody, when somebody steals from you, you are angry. It's a good message. Because it, it defraud not one another. It's a good policy. And the Bible says you should drink waters from your own system. And just as you don't drink water once in a day. So if that day he's in the mood for four times, four times it shall be.
It's a message. Just do it. Just what? He wants it. Just. You are, you are wondering why. My husband says he likes other women. Listen to me. An older man told me that when you sit in the car and you are traveling a long journey, at least where I come from, and the bus stops at any of those rest stops, like where they, like where they sell food products, eggs and kenke and things by the roadside. Okay, some part of the world that you understand they will be selling kenke fish and things. The guy said that. Usually, the people who get off the bus and go and buy those kenke fish by the roadside is because they did not eat from home. That is why they are buying the things on the roadside. But if you had eaten well from home, they will not buy those things on the side. So, so he was telling us a parable. So he says, Sir, what does it mean? He says, Sometimes because the wife did not satisfy the man at home, that is why the guy is looking around at all the But if you had satisfied him at home, Just. I said just. Why well, you don't need to preach my message? Look. The word will benefit you when you receive it with faith. And faith is demonstrated in your action. Hallelujah. So when we are saying that they that win souls are wise. If you believe in it, you will be a soul winner. If you really, really believe that soul winning makes you wise, nobody will tell you come, Saturday come for outreach because you believe it. Hallelujah. Yeah. His mother said, just what? You see, Psalm 19 verse 7. Psalm 19 verse 7. It says that the law of the Lord. You see, the law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making simple. Making wise what? Making wise what? I said making wise what? It means that the Bible says that the word of God, it makes you wise. If you take, if you want wisdom, look into the word. Making wise the simple. The reason why you are taking foolish decisions is because you are not listening to the word of God. It makes, if you believe the Bible, listen to me, if you believe the Bible, you see, yesterday, yesterday, Apostle Joel called me. We were just chatting. And he mentioned a particular brother. And that particular brother, he had a very beastly marriage. When I say beastly, I mean, oh, no, no, no. You will, not, you will not like to marry that woman. No, 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 no. Even if they pay you to marry, you marry her. You know, some, of them, some girls, even if they pay you, say, I beg you. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Beastly. Look, the guy at the point that his life was so miserable. And he married a woman before, he became, before she became a Christian. So when they joined the church, they were already married. Hey. You see, some people, they are so bad that even church cannot change them. 
bad. I mean bad, bad. A woman will not submit, will not control, will not understand, will not respect, will not do anything. I mean bad, bad. Look, I'm being very honest with you. I'm being very honest with you. Sometimes there's a reason why people divorce. Please, please, I beg you. Even though it's not the will of God, sometimes you can understand why people divorce. I beg you. That is why you should be careful not to judge somebody when he divorces. No, no, be careful. Bad, bad. Hey, a girl this. At a point, the, the, you see, his, the guy, you know, the type of thing, you see, you, as they say in the local language, what's it so? I mean, harass. <laughs> Look, aggravation. So, things could not continue. So, eventually, then, I mean, the only way he could have his sanity was to leave her. You see, I don't endorse it, but I can understand it. You hear what I said? I don't endorse it. The Bible does not endorse it, but I can understand it. I mean, otherwise, you, will, you literally will have gone bonkers. And, and, and every time I say it's wrong, because I know a, a man who got, went crazy because of the wife he married. He literally was insane. He, went, he became mad. Bad, bad. The church is quiet, oh? I say bad, bad. Yeah. He literally became, the guy literally became mad. Literally mad. I'm talking, I'm talking about psychotic. So this, this boy, it's like, at the, so at the things were not working. Cancer, so they, he left. Just for his peace. Not the best, but like somebody said, it is better to go to heaven with one leg. Jesus Christ said, it's better to go to, where, to, go to heaven with one leg cut off than two, head in, two legs in hell. So. <laughs> so, then last night, Apostle Joe called me. The brother is going to marry again. Where they divorce. And can you believe that the woman she has chosen? Same like the first one. Same, same. Apostle, Apostle was saying, No, I can't believe it. I said, I, mean, it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, the woman she was going to marry, the woman's own, was it cousin or sister? Oh, the woman's call, cousin called the guy that, Look, this is my cousin. I beg you, don't marry her. I beg you. Somebody whose cousin can say that I know my cousin. You can't don't even go there. But that's like that's it's like what? Is it possible that so so I told Apostle that it looks like some people they have a, they have a knack or a gene for choosing bad things. <laughs> I mean if it's, maybe it's a case, I don't know. <laughs> because it's like like Michael, it's like what? This guy's going to marry the same thing again? I don't believe it. Can't. You can't believe it. So what I'm trying to share with you is that the Bible said that the word of God, it makes wise the simple. So 
so immediately I began to realize that even though he has, he's in church, when it comes to choosing a wife, the word of God has not affected him in that area. Because lo and behold, the first beastly wife, if you are talking about looks, fantastic. You see the breast and the hips. You can see that this is Sodom and Gomorrah passing by. <laughs> oh, she was very pretty. So, this second one is apparently also good looking. So it means that what guides him is the looks. The word of God has not been able to affect him after this point. But if, you, if the word of God was to guide him, it will say beauty is vain. A woman who fears the Lord. So, so, it make, so why are you in church for such a long time? But when you are going to take important decisions, you don't use the Bible. See, that's what I don't get. You come, you sing, you dance, you jump, but when it comes to important decisions in your life, you don't use the word of God. That's why I'm preaching about benefiting. It should benefit you. Otherwise, what's the point? Are you hearing me? I couldn't believe that. So, the, the same criteria that he, he uses. That did not work. He's using it again. I mean, somebody that, the, the person's own cousin said, listen, me, myself, I know my cousin. Don't even go there. Hallelujah. It makes simple. I say it makes wise. I say it makes wise what? It makes wise what? Yes. And it's, 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 the word must benefit you. When you hear, receive it and mix it with faith. The Bible said that a silver tried in the fairness of the earth. You see, purified. Don't use your life to experiment whether the word, the word of God works or not. We preach Sunday after Sunday. Give, love, wisdom. If there's one church that talks about wisdom more, it's Lighthouse. Our teachings of wisdom are very strong. We preach to you all the time. The borrower is a servant to the lender. And to borrow is a case. After all this preaching, and you still go and borrow, we wonder whether you are. Listen to me. Why bother? To come and hear the word if you're not going to use it. I'm preaching to you. Why bother? Why bother? But if you only you hack it onto the word, it will make it makes wise the simple. Sometimes you see, that's why sometimes when people have been Christians for a long time, they act beyond their age. People who have who study the word of God, sometimes they, they act beyond, they look older than their age. Because the word of God makes you wise. Because I've known some uh, people who are advanced in age, but they are stupid. And I, I, and I have no apologies. 
I said, I have no apologies. They are what? I said, they are what? Like the mother of... Like the mother of Jasmine. Advising your daughter to fornicate. Stupid mother. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Stupid mother. Stupid. Yeah. They are advancing age. Hallelujah. May the word benefit you. Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word. He sent what? I said, He sent what? He sent his word and healed them. He sent his word and did what? And delivered them from what? Oh, please, are you reading the Bible with me? He sent his word and what did it happen? And did what? From what? You must believe that there's healing in the word. I said, There's healing in the word. There is healing in the word. When it comes to believe in healing, there is healing in the word. And you have to believe it. You don't have to see. It's not every healing that comes because somebody laid hands on you. Just the word preach can heal you. He sent forth his word and he healed them. May you be healed. And then the second part, deliver them from their distractions. The Bible says, the Bible says that a foolish woman, a foolish woman, he tearing down his own house with his hands. That is distraction. The very house that you build, the very home you build, you're quarreling, you're nagging, you're suspicion, you are bringing it down. The same man that you have insulted and reduced... Some, yesterday I had a long conversation with Apostle. One, one other lady, another lady, he has resorted her husband, reduced the guy to zero. The guy said, Look, I, I have no even, I have no self estimation. My item is down. You have reduced the guy to zero. Now you are worried that the guy is chasing another woman. If you like it, why did you reduce to zero? I'm preaching, you no. Know? You have brought him to zero. Now you are wondering why. And the guy, to, and the guy told us that, look, I am just hungry for love. I'm looking for somewhere that I'll be appreciated. Because you are a foolish woman. You have brought, that was a foolish woman. I, I'm not afraid of your face, so I'm preaching. <laughs> I say, I am not. Jonah, shall I preach? Jonah said I should preach. Even though he's not married, he said I should preach. <laughs> yeah. Destruction. The word of God has the ability to deliver you from your destruction. You are destroying your home. You are destroying your future. You are destroying your marriage. So when we preach the word, receive it with faith, it will deliver you from your destruction. So, look, there's power in the way, though. 
There's power in the word. Church, there's what? I want to hear it again. There's what? I said, I want to hear it. There's what? There's power. If only you believe, you'll be healed. If you believe in the word of God, you'll be healed. If you believe in the word of God, you'll be saved from your destruction. May you be healed. May every foolish idea not come to your mind. May God deliver you from things that will destroy you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I say in Jesus' name. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. Second Timothy 2, 2. Second Timothy 2, 2. Hallelujah. Actually, go to, go to 7. Second Timothy 2, 7. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Verse 8. Verse 8. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Verse 9. Wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Listen to me. I'm explaining to you. Paul wrote this letter. Paul wrote this letter to Timothy while he was in prison. He had chains on his hands and legs when he wrote this letter. And Paul said to Timothy, even though I am in chains, even though my hands are tied, the word of God is not in chains. The word is not bound. The word of God cannot be changed. What Paul is trying to say that in spite of my physical condition, it does not mean that the word of God has no power. The word is not bound. The word is not bound. The word is not bound. It means that when it comes to the... Paul said that physically, physically, I cannot go out. My, my, my movements are restricted. But it does not mean that the move, the word of God is restricted. The word is not bound. That is why the word of God has no time. It's not restricted by time or location. Oh, I'm preaching to you. No, the word restricted by race or education. The word of God is not bound. Once it is the word of God, it has power. No matter who you think and where you're coming from, Paul is saying that the word of God is not bound. That is why you can't say that. Sometimes when I'm preaching strongly about this thing, you see, I know, you see, I know your thoughts. That's what I'm preaching. Sometimes when I'm preaching strongly about this, you say, because I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet. Don't, don't joke. Yeah. As I preach strongly, something is saying, that you are a man. That's why you are saying that. As another voice is whispering to you, I am saying because I'm a man. Let me tell you something. Being a man or a woman does not bound the word of God. The word of God is not bound. Paul is saying that I'm in chains. My situation is not good. But it does not mean that the word is bound. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
Oh, yeah. That's why Catherine Kuman, they will carry Catherine Kuman to the crusade ground. Very sick. Are you hearing me? Very frail. They just bring her from the hospital to the crusade ground. Very sick. Very frail. She will wear her white flowing gown and begin to minister. I am the Lord, that he led the, And people will be healed. And after the convention, they will carry her back to the hospital. Yes, the body may be weak, but the word of God is not bound. So those of you who say, listen to me, he's a man, that's why he's taking it. Let me tell you something. My maleness does not bound the word of God. Well, well, he doesn't know who my husband is. All husbands are the same. <laughs> I'm preaching. Why is it that every time he's always on the wives, he doesn't say anything about the men? I am the one with the microphone. I'm preaching by the anointing. <laughs> Remember Joe, oh? The day the Spirit leads me to preach otherwise, I'll preach otherwise. But today the Spirit is telling me that you are destroying your house. The word of God is not bound. Oh, no, you know, this is on you. Oh, this is Ghanaian, this is, this is, this is Ghanaian, this is African culture. In America, it's not, the word of God is normally by America or Africa. The word of God is not bound. So stop telling me, well, this is America. This is America. This is America what? The word of God is not bound. America, Japan, Tokyo, Istanbul, the word of God is not bound. So don't say that, well, he has, he, he, over here, over where? The word of God is not bound. Hallelujah. And it will, it, 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 it will benefit you if you shall receive it with faith. Look, I'm a spiritual person. See, when the word of God, one, one time, in fact, it was even Prophet Kakra. One time I was talking to Prophet Kakra about some situation, some marital situation. And I was telling Kakra, Prophet Kakra, look, so they went to court. And the court, you know, the court granted judgment in the favor of the woman. So I was telling Prophet Kakra, oh, you know, this is what happened. So he asked me, what happened? So they, so they, they granted the, the judgment in the favor of the wife. Do you know what he told me? He looked at me and said, look, even though the court may have granted judgment in favor of the woman, the laws, they are many. Go figure. I said, go figure. He said, even though the, 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 the law the judge has granted judgment in favor of the wife. The laws, they are many. Then I watch. You know, prophet, they speak short. What he was trying to say is that you may get the legal advantage, but there are other, adva- there are other spiritual laws that will come and fight you. And like, like pro- I'm telling you, David, since that time, I've watched this particular person. You can see that other laws are fighting. Yes, they granted you the, the judgment. But you can see that other laws have kicked in. Yes, because there are other laws. 
the loss of if you deprive the poor when he speak, God will be against you. It's a higher law. There's a higher law. A higher law. Yes, you have deprived somebody of his daily bread. And when he cries to God, he, God will be against you. So you may get the paper in your hand, but other higher laws will be in operation in your life. The laws, they are many. That's what he told me. Yeah. Yeah. You may cheat and get away with it. But the laws, they are many. Because of you, somebody lost a mother. Listen to me. The laws, they are many. Because of you, somebody's life and money. He worked the whole, he has come to labor in America, but now because of you, he's living in a poor, lonely place. The laws, they are many. Look, stand up, let's close. All that I want to share with you is that when you hear the word, mix it with faith so that it shall benefit from it will benefit you. Amen. Yeah. Because when we are preaching to you the word, listen carefully. Amen. Yeah. May the word of God benefit you. Oh, yes, I feel I said, may the word of God benefit you. He sent forth his word to heal. May healing come your way. Or say, may healing come your way. As you come to church and I speak about healing, may healing come your way. May deliverance come your way. Father, lift up your hands. Let me pray for you. Father, I go down on my knees. The Bible said that you sent forth your word to heal them of their diseases and to deliver us from our destruction. Anything that is earmarked for our destruction, may the word of God cancel it. May we not be destroyed. May we not be destroyed in our career. Destroyed in our marriage. Destroyed in our church. Destroyed in our family. Let the word of God benefit us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Ancient words. Ancient words. Ever true. Thank you Holy Spirit. Changing me. Oh yes Lord. And changing you. You have come. We have come. With open hearts. With open heart. Oh, yes, Lord. Sing it for me. Oh, let the ancient words impart. That's what I let the ancient words impart. So let the word benefit you. Paul said the word cannot be bound. I may be in prison. I may have a problem, personal challenge. But it does not mean the word of God is bound. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Ancient words. Ancient words. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sunday after Sunday, you hear the word. Preaching after preaching. Message after message. It is my prayer that could benefit you. For the same word was preached, but they did not receive it with faith. Therefore, they did not profit them.
long preserved. Oh, sing it for me, my God. For These are holy words. In this, world, this is the word of God. There is Benefit from it, oh God. Oh, Holy Spirit. Holy words, yes, Lord. Long These are holy words, Lord. For our oh, Jesus. In this world, oh, Holy Spirit. There is oh, yes, Lord. With God's own heart. Oh, Holy Spirit, Lord. Ever true. Ever true. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Changing me. And changing you. And changing you. For we have come. We have come. Yes, Lord. With open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You hear preaching Sunday after Sunday. You hear us making the altar call Sunday after Sunday. Or you might have heard it somewhere. Or you have not even heard it before. It doesn't matter. The Bible says that it is appointed unto man one to die. And after that, judgment. You see, you cannot live your life without, giving, without surrounding to Jesus Christ. You know, it, it, it's very dangerous. You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. Nobody is guaranteed of tomorrow. So while you hear the voice of God this Sunday, we are saying that today there's room for you. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. When you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, my dear brother, my dear sister, my mother, my father, my child, my, my son, my daughter, whoever you may be. There is still room for Don't let this opportunity slip you by. Yes, there is room. So please, with every eye closed, every eye must be closed, and there shouldn't be any movement at this moment. There is room. I want you to lift up your hand. Salvation is important. Please lift up your hand. You want to be born again. Lift up your hand. I'm very serious about it. Brother, I see your hand up. Let it go up. I love it. I love it. It's very important. I tell you. This is one, this is one of the best decisions you, you took. I see your hand up. You know what? Come and I'll pray for you. Percy, help him to come. Clap for Look, this is one of the best decisions. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's not a joke anymore. One day you decided to work for God. Stand here. Come. Thank you. It's not a joke anymore. You can't joke. Anybody else? Anybody else? It's not a joke anymore. You can't joke with it. Every Sunday you hear me saying it. May the word benefit you. Father, we thank you. Say after me, Heavenly Father. I thank you this Sunday for salvation. Thank you. For sending your son Jesus Christ to die for me. From today, 
I am born again. Thank you. Yes, I know. I know. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, it's well. Yep, yep, yep. It's well. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Okay? God will heal you. Percy, take him back. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't joke. Every Sunday you hear me talking about it. Don't joke. Hallelujah. May the word of God benefit you. Amen. I say, may the word of God benefit you. Amen. May the healing in his word benefit you. Amen. May the wisdom in his word benefit you. Amen. May you not destroy your, your life Amen. because of lack of knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. I feel there's an anointing here, I tell you. Yep. There's an anointing here. The word. He sent forth his word. He sent forth his word. Hallelujah. You know, you are here. You are here. Listen, I'm going to pray a short prayer. You are here and you have, you have someone that who is sick, a relative, a brother, a sister who is sick. Just stand in the aisle. You are, you are standing in the line for the person. Just stand in the aisle. Because he sent forth his word. You are standing in, play, in line. You are, you, are, you, are believe, you have a relative who is not well. Just come, come and stand in the aisle. Come on. Thank you. Stand in the aisle and believe. Do, do you believe? He, he sent forth his word. Hallelujah. Sing to him. I am the Lord. I, I am the Lord. The Lord. Oh, Jesus. I am the Lord. I'm your healer. Your healer. Oh, sent my word. I sent my word. I sent my word. And I heal your disease. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Faith. Faith. Your faith. Your faith to make them whole. Your faith to make them whole. Your faith to make them whole. Your faith will 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 make them whole. Your healer. You sent from your word. I sent my word. And I heal your disease. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.